welcome to Juice Podcast. I'm Emily Harmon. I'm Gwen Douglas. And today we're talking picnic wines. Get your picnic baskets, boo boo. <laughs> yes. I'm excited. I love picnics, <laughs> as you can tell. I know. I brought the gingham. <laughs> I have many picnic baskets at home. I have little ones. I have big ones. I do love a picnic. So, and Berlin, you love lake culture here in Berlin. Yeah. You love I mean, we did lake. a picnic last week, yep. last year at the lake. So we need good. to do that again. With the pina colada. I know, and the cans <laughs> of gin and tonic. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we thought, why not help you, or yeah. at least try some stuff, because the two I brought, I actually haven't tried, so I'm really excited. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Okay, cool. Start with you. Let's start. Yeah, let's, let's start with that. So the first one we're going to try is from Canopus. Uh, it's called Pintom Petnat. Uh, this actually comes from the uh, Yuko Valley in Argentina. So it's come a long way. Um, so may I? Yes, please. So this is a pet nap made with Pinot Noir. Mm. Oh, I'm already excited. Unfiltered, unfined. Obviously, you can see the, the sediment mm. kind of mixing through as I poured it. Like a lava lamp. Yeah, like a lava lamp. <laughs> uh, quite low in alcohol. It's 11.2%. It says on the back. I thought they had to round that up if it was coming into Europe. They do what they want. Don't want to get them in trouble. <laughs> yeah. And 2020, so it's like obviously six months ahead of us, so yeah, year or so old now. Very light on the nose. Yeah, really light on the nose. Colour's beautiful though, because it's, it's this kind of salmony, yes, yeah, salmony, peachy kind of colour. I love it. Yeah. Mm. You definitely get more of the smell as you get in closer to it. Mm. Oh, it's so lovely and like light and refreshing. Juicy. Mm. Like a like a strawberry lip gloss, yeah. You know yes. what I mean, like this sort yeah, of yeah. like veil of something sweet without being so saccharinely yes. over the top yes. sugary. Yes, yes, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I, I mean, for me, it, for me, it really tastes a little bit like a, a rhubarb juice. Almost. Yum. Yes, like a rhubarb juice. Totally. Yeah. Agree. Um, so I think the, when I was choosing my wines, I was thinking one about. Um, how easy it is obviously to open them like when you're in a park or something like that and you forget your bottle opener which you can open this with a lighter you know you could exactly easy yeah love it and a lot of people here at least have like the little yeah the little keyring number or a key you can even use a key so um yeah it's obviously closed closed with crown crown cap and also there's something about this style of wine that just i really think about day drinking it's so because it has some creaminess too actually yeah yeah. Yum, and kind of, and also with picnic wines, as as much as you're like grazing on food, you're not eating rich food usually, no. and you're kind of nibbling. So it need, they, the wines also need to be wines that you can just drink without food. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Because yeah. I think like you just want to be having some sandwiches or some nuts or some fruit or whatever, mm. and you could be happily drinking this. I also love that the bubble is really fine, fine. Yeah, because there's nothing worse than like that like you can. In warm weather, you could be drinking this and not like really burpy yeah. and feeling full. I think this is really lovely. Yeah, right. So I want to eat some little. And I think also when you cut off of it, I, mean, I don't know if it's just me, but when you're picnicking, you want to drink things. You want stuff that you can drink quite quickly. Yes, because it, actually you don't want it to get warm. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason why. Yeah, because actually, <laughs> well, 
It's the temperature of yeah. the wine. I'm you just must doing the wine justice. Yes. <laughs> Fast drinking for the integrity of wine. Yeah. No, but I really, yeah, this is a really lovely pick. Yeah. I would totally yeah, right. have this again. I mean, this also lends itself also to the kind of brunchy, brunchy vibe too. You know, I love a good breakfast wine. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> yeah, really lovely. Yum. It totally has that sort of shorla. Yeah. Like very refreshing. I think also because the bubble is quite delicate, where it's just existent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that you don't want to be. You don't also don't want it to be sitting down. But I think even when it's flat, like if you swirl it and taste it flat, it still tastes nice. I kind of think like I even yeah. think that my partner Lucas, who doesn't ordinarily love fizzy wine, would like this. Would like this because in that sort of like warm weather, actually, I don't know what it is about the effervescence is kind of nice in the hot weather. Yeah. Just kind of. Feels less alcoholic. I don't know why. Yeah. It's like when you drink Pims and lemonade, you're like, there's no alcohol in yeah, this. Yeah, it's just a lemonade. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of has this vibe. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, take this off. Mm. I just like want to eat tiny sandwiches with the crusts cut off. I know. A cucumber, cucumber and <laughs> cream, cream cheese sandwiches or something. Or even an egg sandwich. Oh, it's my favorite. I did that in spring when I did the cherry blossom hunt, the trail of the cher- cherry blossoms, which is my little annual ritual of celebrating cherry blossoms is doing my own little hanami like yeah and Berlin has tons of them I mean it's it's an amount and also this neighborhood yes down at the canal there's an area there which it's me and my friends call vagina point because (laughs) when you look at where the three parts of the canal meet and the shape of it it does look a bit like a anatomical drawing of Vagina. So no one will ever find. No man will ever find. <laughs> is why, yeah. He'll never find the best spot. Yeah, there'll be a spot, the G spot at the top. No yeah. one will ever find. Yeah, yeah, the girls will know where to sit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but along there, there's like a whole row of, of cherry blossoms, and it's nice because there's that row, and then the last ones to bloom, and then you've got like Prince Albert, nice. like near Mount Park where they go earlier. So you can literally have like four to five, maybe six weeks of enjoying cherry blossoms, which is incredibly long. <laughs> and actually in this neighborhood, because I live not far away, all of the, um, they're redoing a lot of the buildings. Here. And they're replanting, they're, cher- they're planting them everywhere. Aren't they? Yeah, I've seen it's it. like every, every new building that's being yeah. renovated has cherry blossoms being planted. So I'm really excited. Listen, I totally get it. I'll be picnicking under every single one of them. Yes, I, I mean, I kind of wish like, because we have some trees near our house that's crabapple trees. And I was like, why did you plant a tree that no one eats the fruit of? So you can't eat crabapples? You can, but no one will. here will. Yeah. And then you just end up like with bees and hornets and rats. Yeah. Because Ugh. you just get fruit that drops There's a everywhere. lot of rats around lately, isn't there? I've been seeing a lot of rats. They're having a good time this year. I only saw one swimming at a lake once, <laughs> and that was really weird. For some reason, you, when you said like... But, because I think it's like draw too many cartoons. When you said like rats swimming at the lake, I was just imagining him like, does he do a breaststroke? Yeah. Is he doing the Is he doing the yeah. butterfly? Is that would be amazing if you could see a, a rat. Maybe I'll draw around. maybe I'll draw a Berlin rat like having a wee butterfly butterfly yeah. stroke at the at the lake. Yeah. I mean they they doggy paddle unfortunately, yeah. aren't they? They just I mean, like me, same. Like this. <laughs> same. <laughs> But what, uh, did you already tell us what grape it was in this? Pinot Noir. Pinot, yeah, Noir, Pinot Noir, yes. And Pinot for Noir. anyone Berlin-based, this is sold at Vinicol to very small quantities. And Delicious. actually, I highly recommend just the, the rosé from Pintamas. Like, it's really excellent. They're not the cheapest, but they're also not the most expensive, considering how far they were shipped. Yeah, yeah. great. I would yeah. totally buy this, I mean, all the time. Picnic all in my mind. Living my picnic fantasy. 
So I just wanted to check your AB. I think we should go on Ten. to... Yes, I think we might have to try the glow glow. Or... No, no, let's go to yours next. Yeah. I want to keep this a little So I've also... I haven't tried either of mine, but I've been seeing everyone and their dog posting glow glow wines this yeah. summer. And everyone seems to be having such a summery good time that I wanted to join in. So <laughs> it's also ground calf, which is also one of the reasons I picked it. It's also um, 10, 10%. Oh, am I doing this wrong? You can see how little I open beer in my life. Uh, it's also, yeah, only 10%, and it's a blend of Scheurebe, 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 yeah. Um, uh, Togau, mm. and where did the other one go? You told me just before I know. that this escaped from my main. Oh, yes, me too. And Bacchus, that was there the other go. one. I'll give you this glass here. So from, the, from the way it's described, sorry. Thank you. A oh, a little bit of a, also a little bit of a fizz on that, or some yeah. CO2, right? Yeah, I think there's a little bit of something going on there. Kind of just looking at it, I already feel like I want to give it some air. But. Mm. So the manufacturer of this one is Glow Wines. So it's, glow, so it's called Glow Glow Vice 2020. And as far as I know, it was like a... From Naha? From Naha? Right. And it's, um, which I didn't realize was one of the last regions of Germany to produce wines. What do you mean by one of the last? It was more, it's one of the newest oh, okay. out of all the regions. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, um, because six centuries after the Romans first cultivated the Mosul. Mm. So Naha is like one of the most modern, I guess. And uh, yeah, grew up in a parent, like grew up in a traditional winery. I think Dutch, yeah, I don't know, studied uh, communication in The Hague, spent time in Berlin and Paris, and went back to wines, and now it's a brother and sister team that run the winery, and yeah, I mean, they have some great marketing, because the labels yeah. look phenomenal, and when yeah. I'm seeing it all over people's photographs, it just looks always fun, fun, yeah, yeah. so I wanted to give it a try, and at 10%, for me, this is something I would be happy to sit in the sunshine and drink because then you don't get like that horrible headache mm. when you're drinking things that are too high in alcohol it has a little bit of that like mm. i love it it's quite aromatic but it's got this kind of like salted grapefruit kind of note mm. on the palate fresh citrusy and just a like freshly squeezed lemon yeah mm, yum and tole has like it's not really sparkling it just has that little co2 prickly that little spritz which yeah. i actually quite like well, again, I think it just makes it easier to drink as well because it just makes the wine feel even lighter. I think also, like, because I love so much the Schmidt Müller-Torgau, when I see something in this style that's sort of, like, cloudy, light, natural produced, I kind of want to have it now hmm. because of Schmidt, actually. Maybe they showed me that Müller-Torgau has this whole other life than what we see just in German supermarkets. So I kind of feel like it's on par with this in its, like... I mean, different, but that has that sort of like Moorish, like not so sweet, actually. A yeah. little herbaceous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely citrus. more on the I salt, love your grapefruit yeah. thing. It's definitely on that saltier, also that kind of like fresher, mm. more minerally kind of crisp style as well. Which I Less think fruit is driven. right. Because I think like I might be more drawn to something that you brought first, but I feel like you would probably drink more. Like I could drink a lot of this. Yeah, I mean, it's still got a floral note on the nose, isn't totally. it? Mm. And a little bit for beer drinkers, because I think it's still yeah, it's has got a that little beery, that, that definitely beery. has that beery note. And did you mention in another uh, episode that that is sometimes like not fully? Okay. 
Well, it can just be how, like, it can be the winemaking choice of the style yeah. of, like, how, whether they've cold soaked the grapes or not. Because I really they're... like that in a summer... Cause you, it does kind of make you keep wanting to go back in a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it does. Oh, I could totally smash yeah, this. Yeah, Beery is a good call, actually. It really does smell like a... Like, it's got this... Um, I think, like, it could be a hoppy, wheaty yes. kind of note. Yeasty. Yeah. Mm, not unpleasant. I like it. Mm. It smells a bit like a beer burp, actually, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna go down as one of my favorite wine notes ever. Like a beer burp. Like a beer burp. <laughs> but in a kind of good way. Yeah, because actually when we did the Swiss. Or like, do you know what it smells a bit like? A shandy burp. Yes, shandy. That's what. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's Radler. shandy vibes. Radler. Radler. Yeah. They should just Radler. call it. Radler. They should just call it Radler. Yeah. People won't get confused. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's actually that's a great. Fuck, that's really good. So lovers of shandy, which I used to, you know, as a child, imagine that I would get drunk on, but we were, you know, 0.5%. But shandy's not like, it's, shandy is so different in the UK to how it is here, Because totally. right? I just remember shandy that you would buy, like, at the chippy. So, like, as kids, like, after our ballet Fuck class, we would chippy. go to the chippy, I'd get a Savaloy sausage and chips, and a mm-hmm. shandy. Me too, I was always sausage. Yeah. Yeah. The fish was too filling. Too much, too fatty, too greasy. And the savoy had a sweetness to it. That processed meat. I love it. Probably from really (laughs) badly taking care of animals. You're probably the only other person that's that's like goes for the savoy. Yeah, savoy and then ketchup. And then drown everything in vinegar. Yeah, me too. Malt vinegar, everything. Battered or unbattered? What? The the sausage. Unbattered. I'd have mine battered. No, I don't like mine battered. Like mine. Crunchy. So you had the bright red one? Yeah. Love it. It's like a cartoon sausage. Like Ludie. Yeah. Or Ludie's penis. That's her dog. Ooh. When the lipstick comes out. Don't like No, it won't connect because like, otherwise oh, it won't run forever. Yeah. Actually, I haven't had a Savoy sausage in probably like 20 years. Yeah. It's been a really long time. But Shandy is... Man, you're so dead on with Shandy. So you used to be able to get Shandy at your local... Just at like... Yeah, but I mean, they had like really inexpensive... You know, they'd be like 0.5% or like 1% alcohol. But already bottled. In a can, as kids. Oh, this the is 80s. Very, yeah, the, the 80s. 80s. <laughs> what was she doing drinking shandy in the 80s? Yeah, I mean, because it was almost like just like a soda. Uh, yeah. So it was such low alcohol that okay. like kids would buy it too. And we'd be like, yeah. we're going to get drunk with shandy. But it was like 0.5, like nothing's happening. <laughs> but good call, because I, yeah. I think that's a really good way to explain it. I mean, here there's a massive shandy culture. It's crazy. Like, I mean, more people... I would say, when you go out, like, I mean, it could be... Maybe not as equally likely as order- ordering a beer, right. but, like, pe- people love shandy. Yeah. Here. You can have grapefruit, shandies. Mm, yum. So for everybody who's not living in Berlin that's listening, the Germans... The Germans. The Germans. Here, it's called <laughs> Radler. Which is, like, about cycling. So it's kind of, like, the perfect cycle if you're like cycling out to the countryside it's actually not too alcoholic it's pretty good actually because when you think about beer actually has a lot of electrolytes yeah so it is vitamin b yeah so it's kind of one of those things that you do actually want to be consuming when you're i mean guys don't hydrate yourself with water just drink beer or shandy (laughs) who needs a power raid when you have shandy yeah it's the power raid of the 80s medically approved by (laughs) power raid of the 80s you know But actually, that's what's kind of funny is that, like... No colouring in shandies. No. <laughs> it's funny because when you think about, like, what we were drinking, like... Yeah. Imagine even just how they were marketing Mars bars. 
for work, rest, and play. They were essentially like marketing Mars bars like they were a, a power bar, which now we see as like, you know, we're going to buy like notch, like raw food, whatever. It's the same as like, yeah, Radler's would have been the Powerade of the past, where it was like, get your electrolytes, get it down, you know, like it's good, yeah. good for you in one way, quenching and delicious. I mean, if we were sailors on the boats many centuries ago, we would have only been drinking beer. I'd be like, we would have scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> that too, but we would and drinking, drinking beer. beer. <laughs> yeah, because you couldn't drink water. You'd be yeah. so sick. Yeah. So I think, yeah, anyway. Well, as we all know, we've all seen the stories of drinking <laughs> yeah. seawater and how it ends. I've done it. Uh, yeah, that was... Dominican. Intentionally? Or? No, Dominican Republic. Oh, okay. I thought you were like, I was out at sea and I had nothing else to drink. No, and I, just, I had a wee panic. Uh, swimming with sharks uh, because I had my period and for some reason I thought the sharks would attack me. <laughs> so ridiculous. Then you know I that they actually don't like human blood, so you're probably less likely to get bitten. Like, why didn't no one tell me this? Because apparently um, when that's why they buy yeah, too much iron in the blood. Interesting. That's why they don't like it. Yeah. So I had a bit of a panic. I'm not a good swimmer to begin with. Also, like I did a bit of. Bloop, bloop, bloop. And but like were you, you didn't have any. I had a horrible three. Yeah, I did, but I still thought they could smell it. You know, they keep saying that like sharks are like they know everything that's up. All of those women on their periods have got taking out the sharks. <laughs> I mean, that's a horror. That's a B horror movie waiting to happen. Like this is what happens when you live in a patriarchal world. You're like, <laughs> my period means that everybody's gonna kill me. Can't go on holiday. Those no, no sharks will get me. <laughs> yeah. You must stay at oh home, God. you dirty, dirty woman. You know. <laughs> I was in my early 20s. I believed yeah. it. I was afraid. I had a bit of a bloop, bloop, sunk underwater and had to, like, doggy paddled my way, like the Berlin rats, back to the boat. <laughs> bloop, bloop, bloop. And then spent the next... Get me out of my yeah, Spent the next three days uh, by myself in the hotel room. So, yes. I don't know how we got there. I'm glad anyway, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Before I tell too much of my past... We move on. This is delicious. I mean, I'm sure our listeners would like to hear more about periods. We can carry on. <laughs> One thing I will say about periods is that um, I've seen as well that there are now tampons with uh, CBD. What? Um, yes. Genius, no? Love it. But all the Magic women out there that still use tampons or use tampons or might use tampons, there are CBD ones that apparently need to help with your menstrual cramps. Someone just sent me some CBD gummies that I'm going to try this, this week. I'm excited. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, I've I've transitioned to a to a moon cup. Not happening for me. <laughs> too I'm, too I, much. I I am too much for a moon cup. <laughs> like I feel like that's a t-shirt I need to wear. Too much for a moon cup, bitches. That's. I'd love to see the drawing that would go with that. <laughs> I actually saw a meme there's, the day. Of there's the kid. rat that's lying on its back because <laughs> it's given up doing. The... <laughs> there was a. I saw a video that was so funny of this like teenage boy who was like. I've, oh no, it's this. Oh, she's um, her name is uh, Pinky. She's a comedian, and um, she did a thing about the the vampire shot glass because there's a kid that went viral for finding a moon cup in his girlfriend's bathroom. Like, what is this? It's rubbery. Nah, nah, nah. He's like chewing it, and then she's like, "You have found a vampire shot glass." <laughs> Very bizarre. So this poor kid found this rubbery thing in his... Um, so he thought he was being funny filming yeah, himself. Not and... understanding what the fuck he was holding in his hands. And then the internet basically yeah, turned against him. <laughs> that happened also when I was in the Canary Islands and it was on the side. It was clean. 
and then someone who was in the house that was sharing like went to pick it up and then um <laughs> i was like what is this like oh this is really fun and you're then, like Mm-mm. yeah and then uh Pitch was like no um that's a menstruation cup <laughs> and then he's just like oh. and i just sort of put it down i was like that's such a male response i was like there's no blood on it like it's, it's clean yeah like come on pretty funny it's like how how long is it gonna take for it to be normal to know that like we women have age. a week of a, of a month yeah that like that's gonna happen like it's just like and the thing is, is we can't control it and you're missing out on a great amount of humor because women make crazy amounts of jokes about it because we live it it's funny it's weird but it's uh it's funny and awkward like yeah, it's, it's funny just a, because it's awkward. It's a huge part of our lives. Like a quarter of our lives is spent basically bleeding. A quarter of it. Yeah. It's a lot of time. So get on board. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you don't want to hear the moon cup, we don't want to speak with you. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to move on okay. to the moon We're going to move on. So I bought wine. I'm excited about the, Even that the bottle is brown is an interesting choice, actually. It is, isn't it? Why don't you have a so also a screw cap. Mm, so very mineral. Yeah. So I bought 2019 Chosu Barrels um, Weird Berries in the Woods. <laughs> so this is a wine that comes from South Australia. In, uh, in Australia. From the Adelaide... I think actually it's from the Adelaide Hills. But I know that he... I think the fruit's from the Adelaide Hills for this particular wine. Um, but I know that he had been producing wine in... Um, in Claren Vale for many years. So actually, mm. when I first worked in Australia at a restaurant called Attica in mm. Melbourne in 2009, this man showed up on one of the days that I was there, and I and uh, Ainsley, the restaurant manager at the time, spoke with him. And at this point, he was still uh, labelling all the like numbering all the bottles by hand with his girlfriend Sweet. or wife, his partner, and um, and she's like, oh, this guy showed up with like dreadlocks or like this crazy is a bit of a hippie and he's like selling us this wine we should try it and um i think it was grenache and so these are really interesting wines and since then becoming one of the more iconic producers of the natural wine mm. movement in australia and actually he passed away last year oh, no. um at quite a young age um so that's quite sad so the wines i don't so know we can what's celebrate happen. Them, yeah. yeah so i don't know what's going to happen with the wines and i was like and also, Gwen, I don't know if you've read the back label. No, I haven't. But it's a good verse for Mina. I mean, that's why I was like, what's going on here? So what's going on? Yeah. I was really having a like, what's, what's happening? But my style of Gewurz, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of like, like my style and, and actually yeah. it has some minerality well, two worlds on the meet. nose. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I don't know if I would have picked it out. It's funny because when I took a sip, I was quite surprised because the initial nose is quite mineral yeah. and herbaceous. But it's exotic and floral, yes. but you get more, you're right, you get more of this herbal note. But then when I took a sip, it was the mouthfeel that threw me off because it has actually that mm. body of a Gewürztraminer, mm. that sort of like silkiness, texture. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like it just feels so nice in your mouth. Mm. Mm. But still a little herbaceous. Buttery as well. Oh, yes. But and fresh. Long finish. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, most of you won't get these wines anymore. But I think I just thought wow. actually it'd be really nice to feature the wines and, and, um, and kind of give a little nod to Taras who spent a long time producing very beautiful, bright, clean 
wines it's difficult to make wines like this in hotter climates and totally. I think this is a really I mean I think uh, not, would, yeah exactly I would not have maybe guessed or deduced that this was a Gewürztraminer mm. I mean I but now you know can you see it yes I think yeah. now that I know I can especially with mouthfeel the sort of like yeah I mean it's 12% alcohol so it's still light and I think this really mm. is like the style of Gewürz I'd want to drink at a picnic where it's fresh, not too cloying, yeah, you wouldn't, yeah, and not too intense. Yes. Right. Like it doesn't completely. It has some out. mystery to it, and I think yeah. now that it has a little minute in the glass, you definitely sense more of the aromatics mm. a little bit. Yum. Yeah. Fuck yeah! I'm like fuck yeah! Nice pick. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But then I'm curious about the choice to put it in a brown bottle. If that's just a... Maybe because he's shipping it so far, he just wants the wine to be protect. I don't know. Because brown I mean, bottles get, we protect, can't ask right? him. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that's only one thing that I noticed when I was bartending, is that um, beers in green bottles tend to go off, actually. Okay. okay. Uh, brown often... I don't know if this is a scientific fact or just something I noticed, but I feel like brown bottles help uh, from light interactions so okay i find it an interesting choice to put a white wine in a brown bottle you don't mm. see it so often right yeah no you don't you don't yeah yeah so i don't know if it's just like a. I don't know I just, and unfortunately we can't ask him yeah but um mm, really lovely yeah beautiful and i love that actually a lot a lot of his wines always had a very poetic edge to them too um in terms of just how they were like it's not just in terms of the style but like the names of the wines like weird berries in the woods right Kind of I kind of feel like an acid does taste like yeah yeah also yeah gives you a sort of sense of a yeah. wildness and an experience yes. or like what you might explore yeah. and find yeah the mouthfeel for me is really like silk yeah it just yeah because you've got that so little bit nice. viscosity but the the acidity takes it further on so it's then, not too cloying I'd be curious I really like there's a little bitter finish on there yeah. that makes me wonder if he was using stems also or something like this. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it was whole bunch pressed because I think that would also make this. sense of that mm. herbal kind yeah, of edge. That's, that's kind there, of what right? I'm feeling. That leafy almost, yeah. no. Yeah. Which I feel like comes from a vinifying process rather than the Gerbertstraminer grape. Yeah, and I mean, that would also make it feel fresher. Yeah, which I think yeah. is, and you're totally right because I, I per, even as a Gerbertstraminer lover, wouldn't go for a Gerbertstraminer necessarily even natural skin contact ones usually for a picnic because yeah. even the natural wines I find are sometimes a bit too much. When some of us know a bit about Gewürz and different styles. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm be, only kidding, I'm not going to try now, this but would, you know, out Gewürz, I always it's not possible. No, but I always think, you know, because I think of Gewürz Trimmer always as this sort of like vintage dress that has like a, a different occasion. And when I think of this, then maybe I would think more of a 90s... Um, uh, a dress that would be like a slip dress. Yes, I was thinking a slip. Like a satin slip Even dress. Even just a little black one. Yeah. Little skinny, skinny and you're like, straps. Normally it's underwear, but today I'm just going to wear it to the lake. Like, yes. that's how I feel about I mean, most, I mean, Berlin, you see that, like, that's what people Everywhere, wear to yeah. clubs. That's <laughs> yes. what they wear just to the Exist. local corner okay. shop. It's very common with a pair, a pair of black boots. Yeah. I think this is also one that's going to give you a lot of pleasure as it goes, because even now in the few minutes that we've had it in our glass, it's like things are coming alive revealing itself yes because mm. I get more yeah. more fruit coming yeah. now amaze amaze mm. yeah I'm going to go back to that one in a bit so I brought the last one that I brought is also another one I haven't tried 
That's how little I've gotten out this year. Um, I'm a tiny bit afraid to open it because I have bad luck. I, I think it's going to be fine, but you just point pop it, it away, yeah. <laughs> point it away from. So let's just give it a little. Woo! It kind of makes what me. What a think great it... noise! <gasps> no, we're good. <laughs> that was really funny. So for anybody who is listening and not seeing. <laughs> A little panic there. Gwen, Gwen opened the bottle of wine, which is basically in a Grolsch bottle. Like yeah. That would be the... I was going to say, yeah, Grolsch is... Yeah. So like one of those pop beer bottles. It's quite common here in Germany, and it started to bubble up, and there was kind of like a smoke coming out of it, and then... I panicked. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was going to overflow, but... Isn't it 45 degrees is the best angle for... It's fine. They say if you're opening something with bubbles, that 45 yeah. degrees lets things escape without uh, yes. overflow. Also for when you blend... Two bottles of sparkling together. Ah. Chef them both at that angle. So this is an Austrian. Nice. Um, he makes two: a raw white and a raw rosé. I think this one is just called Raw Rosé 2020. So it's from Eschenhoff Holzer, it's the producer. And it's described as a pretty raw, <laughs> a slightly foaming and fruity, casual rosé pet nut in a swing top bottle. And I lived in the Netherlands for. Uh, quite a number of years so actually that popping sound of the Grolsch bottle because that's how they advertise You're like, oh it. my god again it's like home I look in that sort of because you know you hear people you go to the movies in the Netherlands and Grolsch is sold in a lot of uh, theaters so right before the film everyone's like you hear it all over the theater so there's something for me about the pop top that makes me think of the Netherlands You're like, hang on a second I didn't come here for stomp yeah <laughs> I'm here for the cinema <laughs> but, I, but I think it's a phenomenal idea for a packaging for a picnic wine because you can also close it easily yeah. bring it to the next location you're not sort of like are you going to be doing that with that size bottle I mean no, it's like it's a personal 500 size mils, it's but I love it you can just, it's, a, it's, a it's, personal a, size. it's a wine on the go I actually also like that it's a smaller bottle because maybe you don't want to commit to a whole bottle of wine if you're at the lake well, not maybe if it's, it's a drive. personal wine as well yeah. maybe but if it's a drive you just drink 500 mils of wine and yeah but I think like not opening like a full 750 ml bottle yeah you're right you know you go to the lake you still want to enjoy something maybe you're alone maybe you're with one other person this is a good like we're gonna have a bit but not too much Mm. so this one is um 100 zweigelt which i didn't know is the most planted red grape in In austria Austria. yeah yeah because it's used for a lot of bulk more of the well there's that much bulk wine in austria but it's a fruity easy drinking Already it's got that, like, stro- strawberry ice cream. Yeah, I mean, it's somewhere between strawberry ice cream and, like, blueberries. Yeah. But this fruit juice kind of... Definitely much sweeter. There's definitely, yeah. like, um... It's like raspberry ripple is how I yeah. describe it. That kind of totally. thing going on. Lovely. I mean, this is great. This is like, you, if you bring cake with you to the picnic. Oh, my God, I was just thinking Chocolate about... Chocolate cake. I was literally... I was also just thinking about birthday cake and how great mm. it is. Isn't it funny though? Like when you're a kid, you can eat so much birthday cake and it's so sweet. And then I was at a child's <laughs> birthday a few years ago. Does doesn't happen often. <laughs> I you were like a few years ago, a child I know turned yeah. something. And it was a child I know, and I was invited. Just that really clear. <laughs> but um, and it was birthday cake, and it was his. And it's like you have birthday cake. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like that's the only reason why I came. I love birthday Especially cake. Especially when they're like small ones that aren't even eating the cake, and you're like, why are we even having lost here? on them? Like, I've just spent like 30 euros on your child's present that they don't even know that they've got. But that's love for friends, and we're not going to get there. Mm. Anyway, 
Tangent. Birthday cake. Yeah, birthday cake. And they had this rainbow cake. Oh, my God. That I was mean, my favourite as a kid, rainbow magnif- cake. I mean, I have just discovered it as an adult. All the colours and then that thick white icing. Oh, yeah. No, and I was like, no, 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 cut me a big one. I was thinking, like, cut me a bigger one. My mum called me. it crazy cake. She just put all the colours in and then swirl it up. It's like a tie-dye cake. Yeah, exactly. Cooler. That was my favourite. But anyway, sorry, rainbow cake. That shit takes a lot of layers. layers. Yeah, yes. all of this. And it's, it's all so bright beautiful. Colors. Yeah, and I was like, this is delicious. But actually, as you get older, you realise tolerance for sugar <laughs> gets much lower. But I got halfway through and I was like, oh, Ooh, man. Gotta I'm lay down. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't know if I can finish this all You're now, but it's so good. Yeah. Having a, a touch of the diabetes. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> Why is it that kids can just process sugar and just be fine? Tiny bodies. Tiny bodies. I don't but know what that means. Birthday cake. And you know what's really funny? When I worked as a bartender, there's a shot that you make called birthday cake. And I'm going to get it wrong now, but it does include, it's like frangelico, a creme de cacao, and I think lemon juice. Because interestingly, mm. birthday cake is generally like quite sweet, chocolatey, but there is that like mm. acidity to birthday cake. Like classic North American yep. birthday cake. Yum. This is it. Man, I want to... If I, ever there was a wine that tastes like birthday cake... It's Eschenhoff Yeah, <laughs> Raw rosé's vibe. It does kind of give you this like lovely childhood memory. Yeah, taste. and also just it really does taste like summer. Like going back to my roots of being like growing up in England, where berries, strawberries, blueberries, blackberry right. picking, you know, raspberries, all of this stuff was just abundant. I want to eat this with right a Victoria on. sponge. Jam, like, exactly. Oh. Jam sandwiches. Even just having a jam and butter oh sandwich on white processed so we're gonna, bread. So our picnic is going to be like cucumber sandwiches, sandwiches yeah, jam, to jam sandwiches. sandwiches now. And I forgot to, when I went off on the tannin about cherry blossoms. I was going to say I made little egg sandwiches where I oh, cut yeah. the dust off. So egg and cress. Egg and cress. I still so make egg and cress. Egg a lot and cress, of cucumber, finishing with jam. My two favorite sandwiches are tuna and egg. So during lockdown, I was like getting really into making egg and or tuna sandwiches and actually you might like my tuna sandwich super easy kewpie mayo mm. fresh ginger sweet corn yeah you gotta go with the sweet corn and mayo no mayo oh we got kewpie yeah. kewpie yeah. that was that and then um or you get the adobo chilies from the super iberico and you do tuna with the adobo chilies man i got really into t- i got really into it capers Sweeties and all this Deviled eggs are one of my favorite things. And Damien, that you also know who recently got married, congratulations. Um, congratulations. He loves a deviled egg. So now every time I see deviled egg recipes online, I send them to him. But deviled eggs, just like green relish or pickle, mm. mayonnaise, paprika. I feel like I've had deviled eggs for like breakfast at your house or yes, brunch at your we, house. Yes, we've done them uh, with, yeah. I think maybe when you came over, it would have been. When we had the sambal and everything yeah. out and. Yeah, so I think those eggs would have been kewpie mayo uh, uh, with a sriracha, and then we normally do uh, the onions, the fried onions that you get, the sort of like Asian yeah, fried yeah. onions. Yeah, sprinkle that some green mm. onions, a little hoisin, a little or whatever, some healthy boy uh, thick soy sauce, I should say, Sounds rather great. than I mean, deviled eggs. Sometimes I do it with like hot mustard and, and uh, uh, cheddar. Yum. I just love eggs. Eggs and tuna. Yum, 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 yum. You can tell that we miss sandwiches living in Brussels. Sandwiches in Greece. And just like, oh yeah. Oh, I had some prawn cocktail crisps in Greece actually a while back. Walkers or better ones? I think that, I mean, I think they were like fake walkers, but they were still delicious. Lays. Yeah. 
Which I realise is essentially just ketchup and mayo flavoured. <laughs> Salt and vinegar. Makes sense. Not I mean, that's for a cocktail, isn't it? That's yeah. what we've put on Exactly. It. Just a ketchup chip. Mm. Burger sauce, also known as, right? Mm. Anyway, this is a lovely way to finish. Full of fruit. Yes! Full of good fruit. Dessert. Who needs food? We've got a good yeah. lineup. Yeah. Who needs. Exactly. So, what you've learned today is. Converse <laughs> <laughs> Tribune isn't always rich. Yes! Moon cups come with a lot of misunderstandings. <laughs> yes. And you don't need to take a food on a picnic because you can just organise. Yes. Make you. Actually, like, really been very excited about this uh, episode because I hadn't tried any of these before. So it's been like an absolutely super fun discovery. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on a picnic. Did some early summer and now I feel... That fire has been reignited. I'm going to dust off the old picnic baskets again and... The little can of tuna is <laughs> I mean I have a whole cupboard. cupboard of cans of tuna oh I have boomer parents you know I'm always ready for the apocalypse there will be tuna at my house <laughs> so I think uh, on that note yeah. um, you can find us on Instagram at juice.podcast on Twitter juice underscore podcast on our YouTube channel at juice wine podcast please subscribe Make we it appreciate it yeah, yeah. And otherwise, I'm Gwen Douglas. And, yeah, I'm Gwen Douglas. I'm Emily Harmon. You can find us on our... <laughs> I don't know why I just... Obviously, I've had too much wine. And this is why you should have food at picnic. <laughs> so I'm going to start that again. What I was about to say, which is why I wanted to, like... <laughs> autopilot, was... I'll go even more red. But, um, was actually... Gwen has a, a, a new line of merchandise, which you can find on Instagram at Grape Soda. Yeah, grapesoda.shop. Yeah. There'll be some actually wine-related stuff out at some point when um, yeah. the summer is over, because, you know, you guys are all busy saving money for trips. So, And I have a little on. online wine shop that will launch in yes, September. Sublime, Sublime Wine, yes. which is sublime.wine. And that's on Instagram, and that's the URL for the shop. We'll put all the links in all the everything. Yeah. So on that note, I'm Emily Harmon and I'm nobody else. (laughs) I'm Gwen Douglas and uh, see you next time. Cheers. (laughs)